This is the Gator Daily Podcast for Wednesday, March 29th, 2023. I'm Caleb Brown. In the interplay among stock exchanges, wholesalers, and retail investors, are the retail investors getting ripped off, paying higher prices than they otherwise would? The SEC seems to think so, and there are big plans in the works to try to fix it. Gator's Jennifer Schulp says, not so fast. The SEC, the leadership of the SEC, uh, many of them believe that retail investors are getting ripped off. Who's ripping them off and what does the SEC propose to do about it? So leadership of the SEC, and specifically Gary Gensler, have proposed that retail investors are not getting the best deal. And the problem making them not get the best deal is payment for order flow and the fact that wholesalers like Citadel or Virtu are in the middle of their transactions And because of that, retail investors could get better prices or better execution of their trades if they follow the SEC's new rules that they've proposed on that topic. Okay, so let's think about how uh, trades occur because it is a sort of a complicated uh, process. When you talk about wholesalers, wholesalers deal with the retailers. So wholesalers deal with Schwab or uh, Fidelity, that sort of thing? Yeah, you're right that it's a complicated process. And when you or I make a trade on our phone, we don't do a lot of thinking about how that trade gets executed. Um, In fact, if you ask the average person what happens with their trade once they make it on the phone, most of them would probably say they don't know and they don't care as long as the price is pretty good and the trade actually happens. But for most retail trading, which means trading that's done by individual people, what happens is that the trade is taken by your broker and it is routed to, in the case of retail trading, it's usually routed to what's known as a wholesaler. Um, Wholesalers go by a bunch of different names, uh, electronic market makers, uh, high-frequency traders, um, but wholesaler is kind of a general term for that. And those are the big companies that have we've heard about as through GameStop and others like Citadel. So we've heard about these uh, wholesalers um, to the extent that people are doing these, these kinds of uh, big trades. They're trying to amass – uh, quantities of stocks to then distribute to to essentially assign names to shares of stock, right? Yeah. Well, the wholesaler actually serves a bunch of different functions. And when we're talking about retail trading, the wholesaler serves kind of as a clearinghouse for getting those trades executed. In a lot of circumstances, a wholesaler takes the trades and gets them done themselves um, because they're making trades between all of the tra- all of the the orders that they're getting. They're making trades with themselves in order to get those trading those trades done. But wholesalers wholesalers also decide if they want to send those trades to an exchange, if they want to send them somewhere else to get executed. So the wholesaler is kind of a a clearinghouse for these circumstances. How do wholesalers make money? Wholesalers make money by trading, um, buy low, sell high. Um, They make money off of the spread between where the sell price and the buy price is on any given trade. Um, wholesalers also have different business lines. There's there's a bunch of ways that they make money, but basically they make money like any other market participant makes money, 
which is by the spread. So let's think about how you and I deal with our trading platforms that we use, Schwab or Fidelity or TD or uh, Robinhood. Uh, we buy a stock. And what what does the SEC believe about the prices that we're paying and what evidence is there for uh, you know me not getting a good deal? So the SEC believes that wholesalers are giving worse deals to retail trades than the retail trades would get if they all went to an exchange and everyone bidded on the ability to fulfill those trades. Uh, one of the reasons the SEC thinks that retail traders get a poor deal from wholesalers is because some wholesalers pay to some brokers this thing called payment for order flow, which we heard a lot about um, during GameStop. But payment for order flow isn't anything new. And what payment for order flow is, is the wholesaler gives a little bit of a rebate back to the retail broker for having sent the order to them in the first place. And the concern is that presents a conflict of interest to the retail broker because they're going to send the trades to the wholesaler that pays them the most, not necessarily the wholesaler that gives their customers the best price. And the evidence on that is well, the SEC says that if we sent everything to the exchanges and we engaged in this kind of what they're calling order-by-order order competition, which is what the new rule proposes, everyone might get on average a cent better prices. I think that's a very questionable proposition. And there's a lot of academic research that says that payment for order flow really does not affect the prices that retail customers are getting from wholesalers. But even if you take the SEC's research at, at face value, there's a lot more going on than just a cent here or a cent there. In fact, the, the markets are pretty competitive already um, because rather than competing to see on every individual order if someone's going to fill that order, Retail brokers now take a look and decide what venue they want to send their orders to, and those venues compete with uh, good prices, with good execution quality, with services provided to the retail broker. So competition is happening, and that competition over the years is what's brought us to kind of this steady state now where retail investors have low-cost trading and good execution. Yeah, quite often no cost trading, at least at least in terms of fees on the transaction. Exactly. And the SEC's proposed rules in this space where they're looking to to create say continuous auctions throughout the day. These these are complicated rules and in fact the fact that they're complicated is is a, a mark in their disfavor. Um, because you would have constant auctions happening on a daily basis for all of this retail order flow. And you just hope that the the technology keeps that going and that people are showing up to actually bid on the retail order flow. It seems that the SEC uh, believes it has found a middleman problem. Yes. Uh, but it's if I understand you correctly, it's not at all clear that uh, wholesalers – people who execute trades on behalf of retail uh, platforms 
are earning any kind of rent on their place as a wholesaler? Certainly not that they're earning any sort of undue rent. Um, they have a business to run. They need to be compensated for providing those services. So there is compensation happening for that. But it's not clear that that's coming out of the retail investor's pocket. And the SEC's proposals here are really very potentially disruptive. Um, we'll set aside the fact that I also think they're anti-competitive because they set up a very specific micromanaged way to run auctions. Um, only certain exchanges would be able to do so. There are price caps on what the exchanges would be allowed to charge in order to facilitate those auctions. And the rules are really set up to run wholesalers out of the business and to take away a potential source of revenue for brokers who want to provide commission-free trading. They're very anti-competitive on that front. What I think is important to note is when we talk about this, is payment for order flow a conflict of interest? Are customers getting the best prices that they can get in the current system? There's no reason to shake up the whole system this way. There's already rules on the books, and in fact, the SEC in this suite of rules has proposed another rule relating to what's called best execution, which is the duty of the broker to give the customer the best execution, which includes the best prices possible under the current market conditions. To the extent that brokers and wholesalers or any other player in the system that have that duty are not living up to that duty, there's already a rule that they need to do that. There's no reason to shake up what is a market system that works very well for retail investors right now in order to create a, a brand new system that might work better, but there's not a lot of evidence that it's going to, and the potential for unintended consequences here are enormous. So the uh, confidence that the SEC has that this system would work better than the system we have now, what's that based on? Uh, fluff, hot air. Um, wishful thinking. Wishful thinking. What's really notable is that, so these rules... There's four rules that have been proposed. The comments are due on them on March 31st. And one of them is this order competition rule that we've been talking about, uh, making uh, auctions for retail orders. The other one is a new best execution rule, which we've talked about. The third one relates to some market data disclosure about brokers' receipt of payment for order flow. And the fourth one relates to what's known as tick sizes, which is the interval at which stocks can trade at. Um, is it a penny? Is it a half a penny? Is it a quarter penny? And all of those rules will work together. And the tick size rule, for example, is intended to decrease the spread at which many of these um, stocks could trade at, which would decrease the potential outcome on an auction order rule for that cent that the SEC thinks they're getting. The best execution rule is also aimed at trying to make sure that the customer is getting the best deal. 
also could cut into that scent that the SEC thinks they might get under the order competition rule. But when you look at all of the rules that the SEC proposed, they don't consider those four rules together. So the one cent is complete wishful thinking, even on the basis of what the SEC has been proposing right now in terms of changes. Now, to be fair to the SEC, though, a penny multiplied thousands, millions of times adds up and small amounts of money over time in a stock portfolio turn into can turn into large amounts of money. So it, potentially the SEC just thinks that this is a savings that down the road will be meet, fairly meaningful for individual investors. I will take that and say that a penny can be significant. But what I think the SEC is ultimately talking about here is far less than a penny um, because of the reasons we just talked about the effects of the other potential rules and the SEC's own analysis on this front is not in line with some academic research. And I'll say, I'm not going to be able to do the math on this myself, but the SEC has also not released the data that they used to make their own calculations so that people that can do the math can go in and check to see how the SEC got to that penny number. So we're in the process right now. These are proposed rules. Notice of proposed rulemaking has been issued. Comments are welcome from uh, interested parties. And uh, I guess, you know, this is coming out on a Wednesday. So uh, rules are due. The comments are due Friday, let's assume this this uh, chain, this overhaul goes through. Who gets the blame when this it is revealed that this is problematic or this technology that uh, the SEC would like to foster doesn't work as well as the SEC currently hopes? You know, the SEC rarely actually gets the blame and will happily throw the blame down to any number of folks along the line. One of the problems with major market overhauls done in kind of a wholesale fashion rather than incremental change is that it's very difficult to predict what the changes are going to actually bring. And when you do multiple things at the same time, you compound that problem, as well as it's next to impossible to figure out which little change is the one that caused the problem. Um, to the extent that the auctions turn out to be technologically difficult to run, the SEC will say that's the problem of the NYSE, who couldn't get their computers up to speed in time. Um, the SEC is happy to throw blame around. Um, and it'll be, I think there will be plenty of blame to go around if the SEC continues down this path. The U.S. markets aren't perfect. Um, I think they're overregulated. Um, there's already too much micromanaging happening in order to have an efficient market system. This simply makes that problem worse. Uh, it's much better to take a look at little fixes in order to make small tweaks and see what happens rather than rewriting a system that actually works relatively well. Jennifer Shulp directs financial regulation studies at the Cato Institute. Subscribe to and rate the Cato Daily Podcast and follow us on Twitter at Cato Podcast. 